Yeah, I think you're sounding good. Check. Hey. All right. Welcome off the mat podcast. With your, uh, I'm your host Billy Bear. We talk about anything and everything jujitsu related, venturing off into some things not. So I uh, got another good friend with me, and he's been with on our team for quite some time, known a lot about jujitsu and about the MMA community and uh, a lot about combat sports. I got my good friend over here, Kenneth Cooper, uh, man of multiple trades. How you doing today, my man? Pretty good. You? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for uh, thanks for getting on, and thanks for being here doing this with me, brother. I'm excited about this episode because I've known you longer than I've been doing jujitsu, and we've talked about MMA, and and it goes back for some years now, over a decade. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, um, man, it's just fun knowing that you've uh, been around the block in regards to uh, that kind of uh, that aspect of the sport and then uh, just being a fan of it and uh, just having a couple different ins and outs in regards to like some skill sets that you got uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself I know you were a marine I want to hear a little bit about your your backstory because I don't know everything about you but I think that's always uh, part of the, the the surprise when we get our guys on yeah I, uh, I was in the Marine Corps I was uh, stationed in Hawaii for a little bit and uh, Got married at that time and uh, moved to San Antonio, Texas because it's much, much cheaper than living in Hawaii. <laughs> I can imagine, man. Yeah. And then uh, for well, early on, I uh, started doing jujitsu um, uh, with a couple different schools. Um, got away from it for a long time, for a long time. So uh, it, it's cool to get back at it now, get back into the, the jujitsu game. And I'm, I'm I think uh, addicted again, like really addicted again. Where'd yeah. you start? Uh, well, I, I started with um, uh, Valley Tudo. It was actually Valley Tudo um, with uh, Mike Rangel. I don't know if you know him, but yeah, uh, yeah. I got a uh, Spider Garay. I don't know if you know Spider Garay. Oh uh, no! Well, I know you know uh, Travis. Travis yeah, Lamb. Yeah, he was there. He was there yeah. back in that. Back in that. Shout that out time. to Travis yeah. Lamb, man. That guy is funny, man. He's <laughs> awesome, dude. He's awesome, dude. He trains over with uh, Black Label now. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we cool. got to get him out here. We got to chill out sometimes, yeah. catch up with him, get him over to the gym at least, get him yeah. in there with the folks. So you know a bit about the community. Whenever you say somebody like Mike Rangel, Mike Rangel had a pretty. He, he has a pretty big name in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. uh, he's been in it for a good while, and um, man, you, you that means that you know a little bit about the history at least you you've been in it and you actively been inside the san antonio mma scene saying something like that so um yeah that's kind of dating myself because that was a long time ago i was uh like 2000 2001 ish damn yeah, yeah. Well, I, mo- I moved in san antonio moved to san antonio in uh 1999 and yeah so that was ages ago wow like, yeah people are like you know <laughs> they see me i'm like ah oh, yeah much older on on the inside <laughs> how long <laughs> how long were you in the uh, marines for uh four years i did four years okay uh, yeah okay. i was a field radio operator oh wow um, yeah so um you know the one the ones you see die first in the, in the movies <laughs> the ones with the radio they get yeah see that, that uh scene it always makes me think about that scene in private seven private ryan whenever uh they're calling in for the airstrike and they turn the guy over and his face is gone i was yeah. like that, that was me that was, that was oh me. no <laughs> yeah yeah i was watching that just the other day whenever the dude got hit uh, in the helmet and it ricocheted oh yeah took his yeah. helmet off and then got hit like oh my god yeah. so yeah that's a that's a uh, pretty cool movie one of my i like that movie a lot gladiator is probably going to be one of my favorite oh yeah. yeah that's kind of funny you mentioned that i was just thinking about that recently because um i started to get a little bit into uh stoicism 
I've always been interested in it, but um, as a philosophy, but uh, Marcus Aurelius is a, uh, one of the most famous Stoics. Yes. And um, uh, he's portrayed in that movie. Uh, he's uh, the one that um, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, what was it, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. uh, kills. The, he's uh, the son of uh, Marcus Aurelius in that movie. Yeah. So I'm always like, oh, yeah, you know, that makes and me, uh, um, so now I'm, it, I was already a fan of I'm more of a fan of it now that I know who that guy was. <laughs> Tony, uh, one of our teammates, was uh, mentioning that, and uh, he was saying how um, that was very accurate about how the, the it unfolded and how there was the sun took over and how he ruined the, yeah. the whole like operation. The empire basically started oh, yeah. come unraveling from from him. So. Yeah, he's yeah he's uh, and and Marcus did not want him to be king. He mm-hmm. he had a uh, a few other sons he wanted to be king, but they all died. <laughs> so wow. the only one left was the one he didn't want to be king. Wanted to become king. I didn't know that. Yeah, so yeah. he had multiple sons, and they just yeah. didn't make it. They were probably in battle. Uh, I, I don't remember how. You well, yeah, to be thirty. That's time. like being a hundred. Yeah, then, right? exactly, exactly. Yeah. And I heard it. Well, I, th- I think it was seven kids in, in total that died. Wow. Yeah, so he just had horrible luck when it came to kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But that's like how it goes back in those days. Where yeah. you're just like needed a Liam Neeson back then. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, for real. Hopefully, Take don't care get your cut. kids. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So. You were in the Marines, and then afterwards, is that whenever you started working with uh, Time Warner? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, when I first got out of the Marine Corps, I came here, and of course, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, well, I'm out of the Marine Corps, and the easiest job to get would be a security job. So I got a job doing security um, for, uh, was it Quest Communications at that time? I don't know if that's still even around. but And then uh, Time Warner was going to pay better, so I was like, okay, I'm... I'm gonna get Time Warner and get that free cable. And <laughs> no, right? It was cool for a while because yeah. they hooked it up with the fights for a long yeah. time. Yeah. And uh, man, after a while, everything just kind of got a little bit. The, the discount got a little less. And less. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're hooking for you guys sure. up too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they were. Yeah, they were trying to save that cash. So working. we worked together. We were sitting like across the cubicle from each other for a couple years, yeah. and then. Uh, yeah, man, you were also doing. You were also working at night, right? Uh, well, I started to um, after I got a uh, divorce. Um, uh, I got into that mode where I, I just I got to do what I want to do, you know. Yeah. At that time, I was just working, and that was it. And I do uh, drawings and everything, so I would do that as a side gig, drawing portraits and that kind of thing. That's so. right. You're super good at drawing, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you showed me something before, and I was all blown away. I forgot about that. Yeah, so, so I was, started that was my side gig at the time, yeah. and I was married. And then when I got a, a, when we got a divorce, I um, I went to school for graphic design for a bit and uh, just got into photography just by happenstance. I, I just had no no thought of photography until I got into um, graphic design school. Yeah. And uh, just started running with it and then through word of mouth mostly it was like um i just kept snowballing into different things and then um one of my buddies was doing a um a uh working at a bar it was uh mamba martinis at the time uh which turned into live ultra lounge and um eventually but uh that by 281 or something yeah uh 281 i can't remember that crossroad but yeah i used to live that life yeah (laughs) and uh, yeah it's kind of funny now because like i've been doing it so long it's just you know it's like you know 
Yeah. yeah it's like of, a job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not the worst job, but it's, you know, it's like a lot of, it's like one of those memes you see with photographers and it's like how people think the photography life is and how yeah. it really is. And it's like, I'm taking all these pictures and I'm looking at the screen like, oh, I took 700 pictures. I got to go through all these pictures. That's what I'm thinking in my head, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you got to pick the right ones yeah. and you got to edit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about the back end already while I'm yeah. still there in the party and I'm like, I'm not in the party. I'm just shooting other people in the party. <laughs> right. Man, okay. Okay, I mean, so the process of that, it's going to take you some time? Yeah. Do 700 yeah. pictures? How long yeah. does something like that take? Well, photography for clubs, not that long uh, now that I'm so, you know, it's such a um, muscle memory thing. So I have, you know, presets and everything set up. So it's it takes, uh, depending on the, the night, it takes maybe a few hours the longer ones are like photo shoots photo shoots it could take like a week or two weeks to edit depending on how many yeah so like the time it would take me to to edit a club um some club photos uh like 100 photos or 200 photos would be like two or three photos in a photo shoot you know oh wow yeah. okay it's a lot a much more in depth to do like a photo shoot photo shoot man and you just got into it yeah um yeah just just from the word of mouth just um a lot of people uh, was just you know reposting my stuff and tagging me on it, and and I'm, I try to be super critical of myself. You know, I'm like, you know, I look yeah. at my stuff, and I look back now at those pictures. I'm like, oh, why did so people cringy. even hire me for that? <laughs> I was yeah, like, that was horrible. But uh, now I feel like I'm a little like, okay, I think I'm okay. At it. I'm okay, and uh, you know, I got into the whole uh, doing the Suicide Girls stuff, and and. You were so, doing that for some time, right? For yeah. some years. Yeah, that was another one that was a word of mouth thing. It was a totally by chance. That was a that was a kind of a crazy story because like uh, not a crazy story, but it's you know that snowball thing through word of mouth. But I uh, I always looked at them at first like you know ah, it's just another nudie web magazine yeah. or you know kind of thing, and then I saw a couple of their photo sh photo sets. And I was like, wow, there's a couple of photographers who were just like really, really good. And I was like, photography wise, it just looked awesome to me. Yeah. And so I started doing uh, some boudoir shoots and with that kind of uh, inspiration in mind. And then um, I did a few uh, shoots and then I uh, went to a Suicide Girls burlesque show, which they hold every year. And I just went there basically as a, a fan at first. And then I oh, went. Wow. And uh, they weren't going to let me in with my camera. I had like a real deal, you know, DSLR. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you can't bring that in. And I was like, oh, well, all right, later. And I got ready to walk away. And she's like, wait, let me ask the uh, merch girl. And the merch girl came over and she's like, um, uh, yeah, whatever, you can come in. <laughs> so I just came in and, and I'm there shooting and I'm in the, in the crowd and just like lucky for me, everybody in front of me, I'm 6'1", everybody in front of me was like five two three <laughs> so i had like a clear view of the stage and i'm just shooting and um one of the models uh lyric suicide actually is her um suicide girl name um she's working the stage and every time she would come to my camera she would look directly in the camera and just play to it and i'm just like shooting away like Take yeah advantage. this is cool this is cool you know yeah and then i posted it tagged her in it she reposted it and tagged me on it and then um, this uh, Rambo from the Suicide Girls um, uh, contacted me and was like, hey, you want to do some sets for us? I was like, yeah, that'd be cool, you know. Yeah. So just snowballed from there, and I started shooting. Uh, as a, um, It's, it's kind of like a contractor kind of thing um, for the Suicide Girls. 
yeah so that was that was pretty cool for a while and even that like at this point i'm just like it's you know that's <laughs> work again yeah it's become work i'm always looking for new things so you know so what is it? is there a new thing you have in the photo industry photography industry right now i'm actually focused on headshots like okay. uh like headshots i'm trying to just make them as clean as possible i'm just like really focused on super sharp headshots and um i've been wanting to do uh, more things in that direction lately and uh yeah, um, my girlfriend, my new girlfriend, she's kind of wanted to get into photography a little bit too. So oh, cool. it's kind of cool teaching her little things also. So yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good back and forth. And is she in, like into taking uh, pictures of the same things, or is it like a, she has her spin on it? You uh, can tell she's a uh, just a, right now. I think she's more in an exploration kind of thing to okay. see what Figuring she's gonna a little bit. yeah what she's gonna lean towards. Um, like right now, I'm teaching her a lot of technical things, you know, but, yeah, adjustments like uh, ISO and and, and um, exposure and all that that kind of stuff. And she's starting to get pick it up pretty good. And I think it's just for her at this point, it's just repetition. She just needs to, you know, start yeah, shooting away, just shooting different things, t- trying different things out. I think she'll she'll get it. She's a smart girl too. So, would you say editing is the is the the larger part part of the process than uh, taking the photo oh yeah yeah, yeah. taking the photos are the, the that's the easy part yeah that's the, i mean of course you got to be good at that too but the editing part is the most time consuming part because like you know taking a picture is a couple seconds a couple you know <laughs> and then mm-hmm. uh but even that um like having the, the eye for it probably is super yeah. important right like oh, the, yeah. seeing the backdrop and imagining okay i can have this here right yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. And oh yeah, we're just thinking about just popped in my head when we were talking about uh, when you just said that was uh, the picture I took of you, uh, or a couple of the pictures I took of you yeah. when you were fighting back, yeah. uh, in a couple of your fights. And then even a purple belt. Uh, Dang, that's right. Yeah. You took pictures of me whenever I was flexing after I won. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. in my first fight, I think yeah. Yeah, I got was... slammed. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was wild. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was worried for like a split second, but then it was over so quick, and I was like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know man. about this anymore. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah but uh, but the thing I loved about uh, that when you stood up that one point, because uh, I, I think you were almost. It seemed like you were almost surprised at how easy it was. Because uh, I was, I was <laughs> not. It wasn't easy, but it was quick. Yeah, and it was like, oh, yeah. it was like hitting the buttons fast yeah. and Guitar Hero. Like, oh, I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah, but that was a that was a moment too. Like uh, me and I, I think there was a photographer next to me or the judge or somebody but when you had him in that when you're going for that arm bar in that one fight and his neck was under there kind of weird and we we're both like oh, oh and then, you know his neck came out okay and we we're like Ooh. <laughs> you got him yeah. in the arm bar and we were like we thinking it was gonna break his neck because his neck was like it was all his body weight just like leaning on his head yeah and we were just like <laughs> we were just looking at it waiting for it to snap you know man i remember that was the first time so we I was thinking, all right, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna punch. I'm gonna get this work in. I think it wasn't my say. It was my third fight, and um, I remember this guy's a wrestler, so I'm gonna try to swing on him. Okay. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> just try to swing on him, pretty good. And uh, I threw an overhand right, just right off the bat, telegraphed overhand right. He did a right. duck under, and I tried to guillotine him. And then he just started picking me up. I saw the ground going further away from me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this can't be good. Yeah. He slammed me. I pulled guard or I closed my, my guard. 
And then he went to try to do that again. After the crowd screamed, I remember I'm like, damn, I wanted to hear this. Uh, but I did not want to be on this end of it. Like, yeah, I messed I up. And then, uh, yeah, he tried to pick me up. And he tried to do that same thing again. And that's whenever I was like, uh, all right, on, boom, boom. So that was that was a good opportunity. I was uh, happy about that um, in regards to to that that moment. Uh, it was a happy oh, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was pumped for you. It's like, it's you know, I'm, I'm always like... I, I love I love seeing cool people do cool shit. That's my yeah. like my own little saying. I'm like I love seeing cool people do cool shit, and uh, so I like yeah, I was I was I was just I was pumped for you. I'm like oh man, get it, get it, you know. I like that man. And, That's uh, true. I remember yeah. wake. I remember waking up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember getting up and um, and I'm uh, like super stoked, and I remember. You know Lillian Gutierrez? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was in the crowd, and oh, yeah. she was, like, yelling, like, red. And she was pointing at me, and I was, like, pointing back at her. Yeah. And I remember seeing you, and I flexed. Yeah. And, bro, I was <laughs> – that was one of the proudest moments. I think oh, yeah. uh, that is a big part of the reason what got me to where I'm at right now. It was, like, um, that journey of having to fight and push and not fight in the cage, but right. get ready for these moments and, like uh, – like having the support like work going to spectrum and going to time warner at, the, right. at that time like uh showing up and then uh folks are like hey how you doing like getting ready like talking about it people are excited they're stoked they show up man like yeah. it was so crazy man lillian gutierrez was like a lot of people a lot of people were supporters uh, and still are um you know whenever i was working at the cable company but like i remember like she helped me out with like my 401k she was like you oh, don't need all this money and yeah like, she's so cool yeah uh, she set that up and then sitting there screaming for me which was just yelling whenever i won man like it was like those kind of moments where it was like damn i can like i can keep doing this yeah. i got you know it's a cool thing you know and uh it made me feel so good you know yeah. and it was it was cool because you were there like <laughs> and like you just keep showing up and yeah. like now like you're still you know out at west you know yeah. just yeah. recently got your blue belt yeah yeah, yeah. Per That's pretty pumped up. pretty pumped because uh yeah i was uh when i went there i was like i was i was kind of you know worried i didn't know where i was because like i said i haven't done jujitsu i hadn't done jujitsu since probably like 2005 so I was like, yeah, I'm definitely not a blue belt. I'm going, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them figure out. I'm gonna let Ohana figure out where I am. I'm just gonna go clean slate and just yeah. see where I am, you know. And uh, so I, I've been so out of practice when it comes comes to jujitsu. But now, I mean, I'm, I'm well. Even before you know, getting the blue belt, I was, I was, I, I don't know, I did that momentum. I was telling my my girl the other day, I was like. Uh, I can't remember what we were talking about. I was like, man, the only thing I'm thinking about now is you and jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You definitely got bit by the jujitsu bug thing. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So, so um, that does that mean you might uh, even venture into getting so much into it that you could probably start competing? I've thought about it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've uh, definitely is on, it's definitely on the table because uh, that's another another thing because uh, when I I got back into jujitsu. Um, it was after a breakup. <laughs> yeah, and it was Which like, cool. one of, yeah, it, it was like uh, one of those uh, cleansing kind of things. I'm like, you know, I got to do something difficult. I need to get my mind, you know, focused. On and if you've been there before, you, know? you yeah. like, it's like welcoming you back with open arms. Yeah. Like they're gonna choke you arms, but they're, they're <laughs> yeah, open arms, exactly. so you come back. Exactly. And when oh, I first yeah. got into jujitsu, too, like you, know, you always hear things about, you know, the the big guys that go in there and they get tapped a couple times and I, nah, I don't want to do this yeah and at the time when i first got into jiu-jitsu i was 
I was probably like 195 shredded, like 8% body fat. I mean, Dang. ripped, strong. And this guy, like a regular looking dude, like a like a computer nerd looking dude. I can't remember his name, but uh, he just tapped me over and over and over at will. And, and that made me want to learn this. I was like, I got to learn this, man. I got to learn this. I, you know, I had the complete opposite. You know, I'm like, I get, I, I can't, I can't get smoked this easy. <laughs> you know, nah, that's true. And uh, yeah, so I got hooked on it back then. And then, so going back into it, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go hardcore. The only thing is now I'm like, uh, I've been doing this little, um, looking at these uh, old man jujitsu uh, videos I'm like oh, yeah you know, cuz uh 40s 40s <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, man. I'm like oh, I got to have a different game now <laughs> Well yeah. there's that's a real thing like midlife rollers there's a whole group on it and uh and like uh you know there's people in in the west community of Bohana that are in that club yeah. you know you got awesome people you know you can name a couple tony Lori. you know you got quite a few you got mario moreno is like 68 years old that trains oh, yeah. at hq like it's pretty cool so um ibjjf always has like the brackets the divisions the masters so oh, okay you know you can always make sure you got it again you, yeah. you know set it up for true true leveled out competition yeah. if that's ever the case you know um as far as like ufc goes not even necessarily ufc but uh mma do you have any favorite uh any fighter or anything like um, that you follow who well, you the, like i have a lot of uh favorites but the the thing that i think i'm kind of different on is i'm not as much emotionally attached to the person themselves yeah as i am attached to their skill so like if I said I was a fan fan of even though yeah he is funny at times Connor I like old Connor's style yeah. like uh, his style against and everyone everyone tells me I'm wrong on this one but I think with the right game plan he could have beat Khabib yeah I think <laughs> yeah, so I think so everyone always tells always always disagrees with me but I remember that that uh, uh, day I was actually um, I got kind of uh, hooked up with one of my um, DJ buddies. Uh, Chris Duano, by the way, <laughs> um, he uh, uh, we were at um, Box Nine Hundred Three, okay, and so we're watching that fight, and I'm looking at the screen, and I'm just like, "Stop chasing him! What are you doing chasing him?" You yeah, know? and my whole my whole thought process when it comes to uh, um, fighting wrestlers, um, and I always feel like an armchair quarterback when I say this, but um, <laughs> uh, fighting wrestlers is. I think it's Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell three, and I think that's a a a starting map of how to go against a wrestler. And Chuck mm -hmm. Liddell, and uh, keep kept Randy at the end of the strikes and circle, mm -hmm. keep him at the end of the end of the strikes and circle. And that's the same game plan I thought up for Holly Holmes. I actually did this whole little block thing on a. It was actually the Suicide Girls. And before she was even picked to, to I always brag about this, but um, when, before she was even picked to uh, fight Ronda Rousey, I said, you know, uh, um, she should uh, follow that game plan, keep her at the end of the strikes. When Ronda, when Ronda Rousey touches her, pretend she has bees on her and get away. Yeah. And that's the mentality you, you should have against Ronda Rousey. And then circle away, keep her at the end of the strikes. And I said, even specific to Ronda's going to get frustrated because she's super emotional. Yeah. And that's, and because I knew Holly Holmes was uh, good at um, kicks and head yeah. kicks, was, uh, uh, she had a couple of knockouts. Game, but, she yeah. Had, yeah. 
And uh, so I said, second round, Ronda's going to be forcing it, and that's going to be the round where she can let loose with those head kicks. And then that happened, and someone uh, <laughs> liked, liked that, uh, that, that post, and uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, on the post. And I was yeah. like, oh, I told the world. <laughs> and, uh, but I was thinking Called the same it. thing with Connor and um, um, Khabib. Was, uh, Connor was chasing him too much, and... If you chase a wrestler, they're just going to duck under and shoot and take you down. Yeah. And he was trying to be the bully in this fight. And I'm like, I know your ego is telling you to be the bully. You need to be the matador in this fight. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Tabib is too too hardcore to, to go to butt heads with. You know, you need to keep him on the outside. But the funny part about that is I was actually so into it that I was saying it out loud with people next to me. <laughs> like, I was wow. at home talking to the, to the television like... Why are you chasing him? Why are you chasing him? And he goes back, I think it's the second round, and his corner man goes, Why are you chasing him? Stop chasing him. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> right know what's there. up. But yeah. And whenever uh, Khabib caught him with that, that, yeah. that was like a, uh, I think it was a left, that crazy oh, yeah. Yeah. like check left yeah. or just hook. Yeah. Man, that was insane. He just dropped him real quick. But, uh, uh but what, what I was trying to say is like, um, um, but even then, I'm like, I'm a huge Khabib fan too, so yeah. it's like it's like I'm 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 looking at it as styles versus style instead of you. people versus people, but uh, him, him uh, Khabib also of course, um, uh, Adesanya, uh, well it's um, of course old school Anderson Silva, and uh, and you mentioned Chuck Liddell and I was yeah. I've been thinking about that for some time like he's been doing it for for or he was doing it for a minute and his style is pretty it's a pretty good map to follow like if you're not the uh most savvy on the ground like a really good takedown defense and then having like some some power is awesome right like you see that in some of these guys that are super athletic not super athletic i don't want to say athletic because i feel like this is like it's like saying somebody's strong whenever they win in in jiu-jitsu right so um like israel adesanya he's super good at at avoiding being taken down by a lot of these super big guys too so take down defense once he's like halfway there he he can get back up like with almost you know no no issue for the most part yeah and it's like uh with the like with uh Altos, he's he's uh, from Andre Galval, right? Oh yeah. So he definitely is getting better. I'm looking forward to if he's gonna I believe true champs continue to evolve. Oh yeah. And it'd be cool to see him do something on the ground. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? Oh, to yeah. in, invite that takedown game and then to do something with the gable grip and then you can see his fingernails and then the polish and Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well I think now especially and that was another reason like when I was like when I was coming back to jujitsu, that I was like, I'm going in clean slate because uh, the game is so evolved at this point. It's like, you know, I mean, everyone knows everything, you know. It's crazy. And, and uh, like, I think you have to, as an MMA, as an MMA fighter, you have to know everything now. And I, I, it used to be you could be more like Chuck Liddell. Yeah, um, but now everyone knows everything. So you. Have I was to be just ready talking about that yesterday it. with the guy named Cody Hofstadter. He right. was uh, um, on just he just the last episode, and he mentions like uh, you can't have just one main martial art. Like you gotta understand them all. Oh, yeah. Like you're gonna get picked apart. And uh, it was funny because he coached uh, his one of his guys' amateur debuts against one of my guys' amateur debuts. So. He was mentioning something that was like, man, it's true, like, a, like good, like good point about like, uh, like you finding out where these guys' games are, 
and you just make sure you just get them out of position yeah. you just play them outside yeah. of their game right so we you know one thing i took away from that is like yeah so we got good striking we got good ra- grappling and, right. and uh you know we can apply those together but like how good is our cage work how how yeah. uh how uh much cage work time do you have so if you can find some smokers yeah. and then get that get that in experience fi- yeah i can figure that out you know, I figure amateur is where to do it, right? Oh, yeah, but the game sure. is even peeling back. Yeah, like yeah. smoke. I mean, smokers has always been a thing. You know what I mean? But it's just kind of like a man. Like you would think, uh, like a, a good amateur fight. Like uh, you, you be able to get that work in now, and then uh, get that experience. Yeah. But you already have to have that experience if, built in. Almost, yeah, because like kids are growing up with studs are becoming game. more uh, you know yeah exactly it's not the like game they're is growing saturated up with, with studs yeah yes and then going you know some kids growing up with with uh jujitsu or some kids growing up with wrestling now it's all together they're starting yep. from you know the womb basically it's the truth man like uh mixed martial arts is becoming a thing where it's like people are training in a way where grappling and fighting is gonna well grappling is part of fighting so grappling and striking flows together so now there's systems and ways of like of making sure that you're effective and uh man always trying to be minimal damage you know what i mean i feel like that's why gsp was one of the best ones to do it because even though he wasn't my favorite he was one of those guys that understood the game oh yeah and that's why i don't knock on izzy oh yeah 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 it's it's uh I mean, just being smart, you know. Uh, that's that's what the one thing that I'm always impressed with when when fighters are just smart. You just see the yeah. the, the brains behind what they're doing. You know, they're just not throwing it. They're throwing it in a particular way for a particular reason. You know. I got a question for you. If uh, John Jones has been out for a little while, how do you feel he's going to do it whenever he comes back? Ah, uh, depends how much he trained and how much he. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's going up a weight class yeah. too. And did you I see the know. picture of him? Yeah, he's pretty jacked. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty. He jacked looks right jacked, now. but I was just yeah. thinking he was gonna look more jacked. Yeah. I, I, I'm not trying to, to convince you, but I was just saying. And who am I to talk? You know, <laughs> like. But I was just thinking, like, uh, like, yeah, he's he gained, but he he got muscle, but it was just kind of like, a, yeah, yep. he didn't have that. I thought, man, I, I'm worried about him moving up because. I don't know how you That's feel about Dominic Reyes. But yeah, that was a very yeah. close fight. Yeah, it was. And then go get to go get someone like you know, Engano or someone someone like that. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Can you handle one punch from that guy? <laughs> That's what I worry about. I worry about the health of these fighters oh, going against Francis yeah. Engano. Like he right, is a beast. That's a couple years off your life for sure. That's insane. <laughs> like there's not. I feel like Cain Velasquez was probably the last guy oh, yeah. that had punching power like yeah. him. But I honestly don't think that it was the same. Like uh, yeah, no, I think Engano no. yeah. had a has a whole nother level. Oh yeah, of oh, power yeah. that we've never seen yeah. before. Yeah, I think Cain was. I was a huge fan of Cain too. Um, uh, his cardio for that weight class was right insane. I'm like, I'm waiting to see another heavyweight like that he, yeah. would, he would just go non-stop it just taking people yeah. down right that yeah, punch punch wrestling. punch uh duck take you down you get back up punch 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 take you back down over and over until you're just like i'm done know, yeah I'm tired of it yeah yeah man it's a shame like uh that he was injury prone that was yeah. the only thing that kind of kept him back like yep. you see that with these fighters and you see that with these like like uh guys that just um that that were 
uh, in sports. Like I feel like uh, Derrick Rose, even though it's basketball, Derrick Rose messing up uh, with his injuries, his is either his knees or his ankles. But uh, man, he, he was one of those guys that I oh, felt yeah. like could have been, you know, yeah, had yeah. a career. A lot of people say that, so I'm acting like I, I know like in detail. But yeah. it's uh, it's sad to think about like these different kinds of people that they, they get injuries and then like uh, it never really takes off for them. You yeah, know? there's been a couple folks that have been like that uh, in there. Uh, in their in their journeys reminds me of uh dominic cruz he kept getting those yeah. growing injuries over and over again yeah. yeah yeah i love fighters like that too I, I i'm always the outlier when it came to i was always the outlier when it came to him because i love like unorthodox fighters that, that's my you know like i love fighters that don't fight like everyone that that's just not planet this way yeah going this way they're, they're all over the place and you don't know what they're going to do next and I was a huge fan of his. I was a huge fan of um, TJ also. Whenever he st- started implementing more of that kind of style, when you you just don't know where he's coming from, where that yeah. kick is coming from, you know, I love that that you know, that the the ones that break that mold, you know, that that yeah. norm of uh, the way their their strikes are. Yeah, I always, I made a joke once uh, <laughs> about him having like a he would like step in like Frankenstein with his arms out and yeah. then he would like slide out like Michael Jackson. Like he would be like, yo, I thought you were just like right here, you yeah. know? It was a, a crazy like a kind of sequence that he had oh, with yeah. his rhythm yeah. of getting in and out. So it was a interesting thing yeah. how uh, he had his game plan set up. Man, Cody Garbrandt was yeah. the kryptonite for yeah, him. Yeah, was, was, it was. But, but the, the same thing is just like, he was just a different, you know uh, that but a different way you know what i mean and uh because even C- cody had really good footwork like really good footwork yeah. and he was a, he was he was also i mean he was he would bang he would be a banger in a lot of fighters i mean a lot of fights yeah. but but he had really good footwork also you know yeah. i love that kind of stuff it was him. weird how he had dominic cruz's number yeah because yeah. i'm a huge dominic cruz fan yeah. but he totally had dominic cruz's oh yeah number. big like, time you know and uh I, I think Dominic was also fighting a little emotional. It seemed in that fight more than okay. usual. Yeah. But was was that the one? Well, he fought him I after he fought, he fought TJ. Uh, well, he fought TJ first and won against TJ. That was a kind of a controversial one. Uh, he uh, when Dominic came back, he yeah. came back and he he got the title from TJ and then Cody bought, uh, won it from him. Yeah. Then TJ got it back from Cody. But um yeah, <laughs> TJ got busted, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He went on his hiatus. Is TJ still fighting? Uh, he He's just still... fought recently. Actually, right? I, I think can't he remember. He just came back, right? Yeah, just just recently came back, and I believe they're talking about him doing a, a title run or you know coming up. But I can't remember for sure. But yeah, I know he just fought recently, fairly recently. Okay. Yeah. Who do you want to see first, McGregor and Nate, or McGregor and Khabib? Uh, if m- it was possible. Oh, McGregor could be. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 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 You think uh, he he beat him, huh? I think, he, think could he could beat him. I think it's possible with the right. If his game plan was more along the lines, even though Eddie is no Khabib, yeah. if it was more in that mentality or uh, the more of that that headspace as far as his um, game plan goes, mm-hmm. I think his game plan for Khabib should be more like his game plan for Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. If you saw that Eddie Alvarez fight, he kept him at a certain range and he stayed out of that range he never got very close to Eddie or he tried for the most part to stay as far out of that range and kept him at the end of his strikes and when when uh, Eddie would come forward he'd back up you know yeah and he kept that range but with Khabib 
I think it. I, I don't know if it's the money going to his head or whatever. He yeah. just he just tried to be the bulldog in that fight yeah. and like get up on him and like you know you know posture and everything. Didn't like, respect the yeah, space. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you, especially with someone like Khabib, you got to respect that space. Yeah, because if he sense. closes it, yeah, you're done. Do, do that, Russell Bears as a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you're right. So you think uh, it just wouldn't have been as interesting of a fight against Nate? Uh, well, oh yeah, that's yeah. Uh, a Nate fight is going to be interesting no matter what. Anyway, just yeah. because it's Nate, but. Nate Diaz. I mean, I feel like he has a couple more left in him, man. Yeah. Like he's already. It's like Nick, big brother Nicky's already old, man. Uh, like it's like, uh, and then seeing like uh, these guys like sail off into the sunset, like Donald uh, Cerrone. It's like, oh, yeah. it's funny. Like my little my daughter was like mentioning it earlier, and like a. Uh, it's a trip it's a yeah. trip like these guys that were legendary and like uh they getting they're getting after it oh getting yeah. at well yeah. they're not getting after it anymore they're retiring right and like uh man the game's changing yeah like it's evolving you it is see. even you know? even from back when i was you know because I, I was into it from ufc one like i was all about it when it came out and uh but yeah from then to now it's just so insane to see the evolution of it and you know back then uh what was i i was uh it's kind of funny i was stationed in hawaii at the time and um in, i wanted uh oh hawaii yeah yeah okay. and i uh i wanted to do uh brazilian jiu-jitsu then and it was uh helson gracie out there oh um, okay yeah. yeah and uh but um it was like a crap ton of money and I, I could not afford it like it yeah. was like it was like something crazy too like you had to be pretty you know well off to afford <laughs> going to that school wow. so i was like uh copuera's brazilian too <laughs> so i started doing copuera i did copuera for almost a year and then wow okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're the second person that's done capoeira uh that i know of on well that's been on the podcast so yeah, it started yeah. off like a, as a hidden yeah, technique yeah right? oh yeah and so you did it for a year yeah yeah i loved wow. it actually um the, that was one of the times I, I, i've been wanting to video more of my classes uh, even now with the jujitsu um but I was one of that was one of the times I realized how how delusional your brain can be. How your how delusion your brain can tell you um, how good you are. When I was uh, doing Copuera, I, in my head I was like, oh, I look, you know, I'm looking like Eddie Gordo right now, you know. <laughs> From and I, yeah, I I, vid I videoed uh, one of my classes. And I went back and watched it, and I was like, oh man, I look like crap. That's like, hilarious. That realization, I was like, oh man, it, it just you know drove it home how you know in your head you know you you think just like with the photography you know thinking oh, it look great but then looking back on it like oh that was horrible you know yeah and uh but I, th I think that's a really good tool for for assessing where you are actually objectively because after that i like i kept a, a video in my classes and i would go i would go um, practice it and i would video everything and i actually got pretty decent at it be yeah. because of that and I, and I think back like how long would i would have sucked <laughs> if i just thought i looked good you know and i just kept going Man, to class you're right like yeah. uh you know i think uh whenever i look back on some of these episodes like it's gonna be like oh i mean there is still too early but i know i'm gonna look back and be like, this is so cringeworthy uh, yeah. and and the process of growing and understanding how to do these things you kind of understand the do's and the don'ts yeah and uh i i totally see that I, I admire one of our teammates anthony i don't know if you know i'm talking about big swole dude tall dude and he's a blue belt and um 
he uh, records himself. He always has his like little tripod yeah. and he has his like phone. Always recording himself. Sometimes his kids are recording him, but yeah. you can tell that he's getting better. And I think that he's That's doing why. just that. Oh, yeah. yeah, just yeah. picking up, watching it, and like uh, just getting better at it, yeah. and like uh, oh, just yeah. uh, being a student, picking up on the and on the bad spots and fixing the patches. Exactly. You know, and patching it up. I think I look at that more than anything. You know. Um, like uh you know because i'm sure a lot of people think oh you're just being um you know uh kind of self-centered or whatever and uh trying to you know just videotape yourself you know and of course you get happy when you see yourself it is weird like parts. that to think that that's the case but yeah, yeah. and uh, but me I'm, I'm always like oh i messed up there and i messed up there i messed up there i gotta fix that that's horrible <laughs> you know yeah and yeah. i think that's i don't know i think for people to grow they need to be really honest with themselves when it comes to things like that just like just rip it apart so you can you know make it better you know like oh you know and if you're thinking that you're you know the best or whatever and then you get that you know that crushing blow when you see yourself on video doing copuera and you look horrible and stiff <laughs> you know yeah like okay i gotta fix this <laughs> so what would you how would you approach capoeira for the new person like if i was gonna take a class what would you be what would be some of the things you would tell me to do like uh, not just to keep in mind i guess oh uh, well definitely work on your flexibility okay uh, which i think i've lost a bit lately <laughs> being whatever age i am but uh, <laughs> but uh yeah flexibility um is a major part of copuera but um yeah just uh stamina learn how to walk on your hands really good <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's a big one. just um, try to do handstands right yeah. just keep getting forward and, yeah and just, just throwing your feet up Oh yeah, and then uh, just getting into a flowy, like a really flowy, almost like noodle with your body kind of thing, you know, like a yeah. real flowy kind of movement, just super relaxed, as relaxed as possible. Makes sense. Yeah, it's Makes almost like sense. dancing in the same way you would think about someone learning how to dance, and you want you don't want to be stiff, you want to be flowy, you know, want to get into the quote unquote rhythm of it, you know. And what is the music like? Just like some bongos? Yeah, well, that and uh, what's called, uh, there's a uh, instrument called the bit and bow, and uh, it's like uh, almost like a, like a guitar with just one string. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's a, it's a really fun martial art. And then somebody it's just a, takes a heel to the face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and music stopped. Whoa. Oh, is he all right? Everybody, let's be concerned now. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Damn, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Like, they fun. had to hide it and, uh, yeah. And, and learning that because yeah. it was like, uh, was it slaves that yeah, learned it? Slaves that learned Slaves. Do you have to learn the history of it whenever uh, you do uh, it? You, you, if you want to. I mean, they teach you a little bit here and there, but um, at the time, I was pretty immersed into it. But um, all the while in the back of my head, I still wanted to do jujitsu. I was watching, uh, it was funny, I was watching, um, was it, Hinzo uh, Gracie yeah. back then on a VHS tape of uh of his instructional a couple of instructional videos and i, I was yeah. i was even though i loved doing copuera but i really wanted to do jujitsu and it was just funny watching him talk and thinking about it now talk, uh, the way he was uh instructing and you know his in, his english is a lot better now than you know <laughs> compared to back then He's yeah like, oh, you grab your bicep and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah was, tony makes a joke about some some uh old friend of his that way that was uh learning the the language and would teach it and he'd be like yeah you gotta 
put your foot on the bicycles yeah uh, some biceps yeah just little things like that you know you learn you learn it's part of the learning curve but yeah it's kind of it's cool in my mind whenever i was learning jujitsu for my one of my first coaches um and then he was like real real stern and like a just a strong accent yeah it's like oh man from salazar you know you already know it's like man this is like jujitsu like out of the box like you know from a crate like you know yeah so it's pretty cool but uh yeah i think now looking at it as a black belt like that'll be pretty tough against with like 60 people on the mat like yeah yeah, like everybody gonna get it sometimes (laughs) i'm like breaking things down even more with some folks a little bit more than others which is part of the game but i could understand the extra barrier (laughs) that you would have with that but but i loved it though i was like you know i was ready to jump into it and it was crazy because i was there and i got i left in 99 and to move here to San Antonio, and that's when I finally was able to actually take some, uh, get into jujitsu. Yeah, and then, 99 with Mike Rangel, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, I wish I would have been able to be super consistent then. Then I couldn't, uh, I was married at the time, and it was kind of up and down, you know, the kind of thing. So I was mentally not there as much as I wanted to be, you know. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So you have priorities, other <laughs> yeah. things that were, you know. yeah. Occupying you, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it feels good now to be be able to really focus on it quite a bit more, and yeah, so, yeah. I'm just watching techniques all day long. Like any any small chance to get, I'm like, okay, let me see what kind of. <laughs> What's your favorite system to kind of get into? You like playing on top? Do you have anything you play off your back? Um, well, I, I like uh, right now. Um, when I first went back, my whole thought process was learned escapes and that was like my my thing is i want to learn escapes and sweeps mm. so um i want to eventually be you know top game uh, even like whenever i go for triangles now i try to do a triangle from the top arm okay. bar from the top like okay. not even fall but from the top always but um so sweep and then submission yeah okay yeah okay yeah and then and so eventually i want to i want to get to a point where i can chain things together a lot better yeah i, I love i love that whole you know thought process of uh um going here and then reading the movement where they're gonna, you knowing where they're going to go and then moving in a different direction you know yeah or just pretending i'm going to go there to go here to actually go there you know yeah kind of yeah and, uh, and then being fluid with it right yeah like yeah. water the old bruce lee approach right yeah. just trying to figure out i always make that joke about uh on the mat uh, whenever we're i'm coaching and uh I always talk about like uh, doing jujitsu like like stepbrothers. Like I'm on a boat. Like, yeah. I'm always I'm always <laughs> yeah. rocking back and forth. Yeah. I always just make that joke like if I was on a boat. So it's always constantly checking like where their base is. You yeah. know, pushing back, pushing forward, pushing left, pushing right, and then not stopping. Going right. in, excuse me, in like a rhythm. Almost if I was playing like like uh, dance, dance revolution, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like just yeah. up, down, left, right left right left left right right a b a b select star like yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. just trying to get like a like a setup for some kind of sweep some right. kind of like a submission but yeah. i like what you're saying about your approach where you want to get into a sweep so then you're in a better spot so then if you go for a submission you're not out of position you're right. still able to show uh, like five machine gun off more attacks yeah, yeah i like that that's kind of what we've been working on this week where you're attacking mount and you're doing going about it without sacrificing stuff so we got like tears in our game of how we're attacking so 
you got chokes and different things even going for an arm bar might not be as high on the tier because you're giving up mount right with the intention of going for a submission if it doesn't work then you're out you know yeah. out of position so i know what you mean i like that i like that a lot you've been doing it since 99 you took some breaks then you came back started training with us for some time and uh man i'm really hoping that you go and you compete because yeah. it'd be cool to see something like you yeah. compete at some blue belt uh and then just to see what you bring because you got a good understanding of what the essence of jiu-jitsu was before and then like you know yeah. the game now is a little bit different <laughs> oh yeah I, mean? I think right now my my favorite spots are s mount and um and the back oh yeah um, yeah attacking from the back and attacking from s mount i love s mount now um oh man i can't remember his last name he's brandon something from tent planet it starts with the m mcc i can't remember the rest of his name i think i'm not ah, that's gonna kill me <laughs> uh, but um but his s mount, Wait, which tent planet oh dang it he has a real thick um a beard uh i mean a little scruffy beard uh but uh he has he has a real thick um kind of country accent um hmm. I wish uh, I feel like I want to say like I know, but Brandon, Brandon, uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, he uh, his S mount and his whole and, and it actually got me to think of it a lot better as far as pressure cooking, cooking people on the top on top. Yeah, and um, yeah, especially being of a certain age. <laughs> I keep saying that, but uh, um, and. Uh, getting on that spot and then just like being relaxed and cooking them a little bit before you go to the next one yeah. and uh again like you were saying seeing where they are and and uh, i can't remember uh, one of the white belts i went against not too long ago and he was uh i, w I went in there uh just to um warm up because there was out there were down one man for nogi and I, I went in there and i was like uh okay man, i'm looking at this guy he was a white belt but he looked he looked like me like a long time ago he was like oh, shredded man. and everything and I was like, oh man i don't know if i can handle this guy you know yeah and he took me down straight away and but i was able to sweep and i got on top and i had that mentality like i was saying and of uh um brandon and i got on top and i just kept the weight on just kept it there just kept it there and then started taking that elbow <laughs> and going to that side choke yeah um but but i think from watching that and 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 really thinking about that top pressure just keeping that pressure on it's made my game a lot better just like a, a, a few little leaps forward you know thinking about that pressure game yeah, yeah. so i think now i think uh getting the s mount for is another one and i'll get the s mount and i'll get those elbows crossed and i'll just sit there for a little bit just sit yeah a little bit. <laughs> get them get them get them uh, you know grunting a little Make bit feel yeah, yeah yeah i got and then you going for that arm bar or triangle you know <laughs> i like that they, all, they almost give it to you at that point <laughs> you know they want you to get off and get off of me you know i'll give you that arm just get off of me <laughs> you know i like what you're saying like I, I, one thing that ohan is affiliated with fight sports and i think uh like a cyborg he's one of those uh he's one of those the best that there is right now and uh and he talks about how you funnel funnel people into making decisions yeah. until they don't have much options. Right. So it starts off with a couple, then you take move, you do a move, then it turns into they got a couple less, yeah. then they got about four choices, and then you make another move, and then about two choices, and then it's all of a sudden like if you want to go to mount, 
you can choose to go to mount and there's nothing they can do to stop it so there's right. a whole like side control sequence that we go over how uh, we do that that's right another one i want to get better i think i'm i think i need some better um side mount yeah um david david with the with the fantastic guard <laughs> yes yes <laughs> he, yes uh, his side mount is so crushing Kidneys. I'm like oh man his, uh, yeah. his shoulder pressure and that's the one thing like after rolling with him a couple times I'm like man I gotta work on my shoulder pressure because <laughs> his shoulder pressure is awesome. he's hard man yeah. he's hard to keep down because <laughs> I have a hard I have a tough time just getting around his guard once yeah. I get around his guard it's like thank god I can't <laughs> celebrate too long because he's already recovering Yeah. so it's just constantly trying to stay ahead of him and that's no easy task yeah. so, that's one yeah. of my that's one of my benchmarks in uh, at Ohana I'm like if I can get if I can get past David's guard <laughs> you know then that's know, good then I, then I know I'm, I'm getting somewhere you know <laughs> that's good man because he's legit he's a, he's a very uh very uh uh, commendable teammate yeah. and he, he brings his, his game his guard game is top notch so yeah. getting around it you're working hard you're proficient and you're definitely holding it down if you're able to keep him yeah. in that like <laughs> you know position or keep him out yeah. of position I should say but it's not easy oh, yeah. I have like days where I'll go home and people my family's like are you okay and I'll have like bruises on my face because I'm over here trying to like get around his knees and I'm battling it with my face and it's just not <laughs> it's not easy it's yeah. not easy at all you know what i mean yeah it's one of my what is one of my things if i had a list i'm like it's like uh how to get uh getting better at jujitsu that's on the list get past david's guard yeah past <laughs> david's guard. there's all these other lines through other things yeah but then his is like oh, man, it's already been there for some time oh, yeah yeah so um while i have you on man before we kind of wrap it up like is there any message that you might have like any any plugs any sponsors any uh anything for your photo shoots um services that you offer to get you more traffic or more people if you do um weddings or quinces or anything like that you know i just want to make sure you have a platform let everybody know what's up if you have something to say and then uh where they can find you at you know uh, right now uh it's uh intuitive edge is the the full name but you can find me on instagram at into edge uh spelled e-n the number two e-d-g-e and uh um, i do do uh weddings can seize and um uh right now i'm focused on headshots but I, I i can pretty much shoot anything okay um right now i'm shooting at uh the club desire um and on uh, friday and saturday and then sandbox on sundays All right. and so if you want to check me out there i want to come smiling from the of the camera yeah right if i show up in my gi do you think it'd be weird uh, yeah but i'll get you in anyway still get, yeah still get me in i'll just stand in front of everybody dancing and then we just get like a power stance like, all right i'm out of here i'll drink this real quick all right all right all right end up getting drunk and just start capoeira on the middle of the dance floor baby do it <laughs> get some shots of it hey there we go and then my flexibility is not there so oh, i end up man. looking like their first days and i'm like yeah. i won't even be six two i'll just be shorter and a little rounder a little balder oh, but it's all good it's all good i appreciate having you on my man and anything else you might want to add, add on uh, no that's uh i think that's that's pretty much it for now <laughs> man i appreciate you coming on i appreciate you being so consistent again congratulations on that right on that recent promotion man thank getting you, that you. blue belt thank you've been awesome. putting in that work you clearly been doing it for some time you yeah. got a lot of skills man in regards to the your artwork and then your photography and you just keep chasing that creativity part and that's why i just have people on here man you're an awesome guy i've known you for a long time um man we go back and i think we go back to before any of this stuff this 
any of this stuff in this room was even an idea much less than me having a black belt so right. it's really cool to have you on and i really appreciate you coming over to ohana west considering where we've been what you've known about me how long you've known me how long you've been doing all this and then you got that trust and that faith you continue to get better and uh i just appreciate you letting me be a part of that process man it's really cool to have you on that path everybody at the gym that knows you man they they appreciate you and it's just cool to learn a little bit more about your story i think now the guys are gonna have that much more respect on the name awesome yeah i'm glad to be here um uh, uh like i said i like seeing cool people do cool shit so yeah every every time i see you take another level up i'm like oh yeah get it billy get it <laughs> i have to make a shirt like that yeah. off the map podcast on the pack on yeah. the back cool people doing cool shit yeah. man that sounds like a plan brother well i appreciate you again man you be safe everybody listening thank you guys so much y'all be safe out there god bless us us